Got an old car? You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144-800-280-2144-800-280-2144. Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144. Nothing. Denise, hello? Can you hear me, though, Cal? Yep. Okay. You'll have to fake it for right now. I put in that new headphone amplifier. so can't hear anything. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time now for... Our show has begun, and we welcome you to Radio Law Talk right now. We are live on, on your favorite radio station and on RadioLawTalk.com, and we welcome you to the show. And so you have been listening to Radio no, no, Law no, no, Talk. No, 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 not that, not that. So <laughs> once again, we're off to a great start this morning on Radio Law Talk. Here's the host of our show, Radio Law Talk, Mr. Fred Penny. Fred, go. Thanks, Cal. You know that's what life's about—a little bit of extra stuff. You know, you uh, you, you you think something's going right, and then it doesn't. So uh, I don't know. Hey, welcome Todd Cunin and Denise Dirks, my hosts How you doing? here. We are live on Radio Law Talk. That's why the fun of a live show. Uh, Denise is a uh, attorney that's, that handles uh, family law. I'm a personal injury lawyer. And then we've got uh, Todd Cunin, who's a former prosecutor in Tennessee and in California and now a defense criminal lawyer. So his insight is excellent because of all the things we talk about. Today is a wonderful day. If you want to call in at 855-LAW-RADIO and uh, discuss the topics we're going to discuss today. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative radio show on earth, especially when we're here and Cal's trying to figure stuff out. That's what makes it that, that's what that's just what makes it so incredible yes. is while we're doing a show and underneath the table here in the studio, there's a rustling, a ruffling, like like <laughs> kids scurrying around on the morning of Christmas. Do we open the presents or not? And I look down and there's Cal on his hands and knees. I'm taking a picture right now <laughs> of a foot. Of Cal. I can't reach over there yet with my uh, – but Cal is climbing under our – you have to see this. Three-time Emmy Award nominee but never a winner. I was waiting for that one. And this is why he's never a winner because he's <laughs> – he's, he's always trying to figure out electronics. And let me tell you, it's not like we have poor electronics. Everything we've got is state-of-the-art. But uh, today we're going to talk about some interesting things. The first thing we're going to talk about is uh, – and I have to say – I apologize in advance for some of the topics because we have to talk about things. It's like the accident on the side of the road. You know, you exactly. don't, you're not supposed to look at it, but go forward. You just can't help it but to see 
and 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 gawk what's going on and that's what happens in some of these cases that we deal with and we're going to have to talk about Epstein, Weinstein and Avenatti. Sounds like a law firm. That exactly <laughs> that should be a law firm. The firm of yeah, Epstein, Weinstein and Avenatti. And uh, those are going to be some interesting things we're going to discuss. We're I think they'd gonna... all fo- fight over who would have to go first. Which that... name is first? I yeah. hear audio. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. We would we have to fight who goes first. And uh, I think the first person would be Avenatti. There's no doubt because I think Weinstein and Epstein have a few issues, especially Epstein right now. So uh, <laughs> he, yes. I don't think he has much say in, in, in this situation. But uh, we're going to talk about those three, the latest, some very interesting stuff. That has happened. Uh, we, we're, we're always following the latest news and the latest lawsuit issues. Um, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Uh, seek legal counsel for all your legal needs, except you can use radio law talk around the dinner table with your in-laws at Christmas or Thanksgiving. That is completely and proper, ethical, and smart to use us as a you know, as a, as a reference, you yeah, know, right. you got, you got uncle Biff from Poducket, Tennessee, whatever. We're not in Tennessee, right? I'm not taking anybody. I don't know. No, actually are. we are. We're kind of close. We're North and Kentucky, but it's really close. So we got Poducket wherever. And, uh, and he says, well, you know, they did this, they said that. And he keeps saying they, and they don't refer to anybody. You can come back and say, well, I'm going to see mm-hmm. your, they, and come back with on radio law talk. We heard, and you will immediately have all of the credibility this statement is no guarantee and no implied warranty. So That's exactly um, right. Hey, I want to also thank some new – we have new affiliates. The new affiliate is WAEB 790 AM in Allentown, Pennsylvania. It's a suburb of Philly. Uh, not Philly. I mean, it's a, a, of uh, – uh, I think it's Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. I, I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So WAEB 790 AM, Allentown, Pennsylvania – also, KWTO 560 AM, Springfield, Illinois, another new one that has joined us. But uh, Allentown is the newest, and I think this is their first week with us. So hang out and enjoy a informative, really crazy, nutty time, but something you might learn today about things that you care about in life, like Weinstein, you know, Epstein, and Avenatti. Because I know most people are out there going – I can't get through the week until I know what's going on with those three. I know. I, you know, I, I, it just dawned on me. We missed an opportunity. We could have played Billy Joel's Allentown. Remember that song? Oh, Allentown. yeah. I like oh, that. Allentown, Pennsylvania. That yeah. Oh. There we go. It's as if Cal was reading my mind. Well, listen to this. And Cal's dancing, too. Allentown, Pennsylvania, welcome. You know what? They they have an exact replica of the Liberty Bell. They have a museum that's exact replica of the Liberty Bell. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Does it have a crack in it? Yeah, it's exact. Full-size replica. I I have an exact replica of my dog. Oh. Well, okay. What? (laughs) Alex, I'll take... Segways for yeah. five thousand. I'll, I'll take that. Requires an explanation for five dollars. Yes, please. Uh, That's the one where you say something like that, and the dog, you know, when you blow the whistle, turns his head left and right. Well, we're going to do another thing called case or no case. Those of you in Allentown who are saying, "How does this start out? This is the weirdest show I've ever heard." Case or no case is a lot of fun. It's our favorite segment. It's most of our fans' favorite segment, which is where Cal Hunter, our three-time Emmy Award nominee but never a winner. Producer um, 
throws a case out, and we have to determine whether it's a true case or if he's faking the case, and if it is a case, whether or not uh, what the outcome was. And the winner, of, uh, the first one to 50 points, and again, we do not bet here, but amongst us hosts, uh, the other hosts have to buy a steak dinner and a lobster dinner. Uh, you can join us at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk, and you can tell us what you think of the case or no case. Cal, let's just get it set up before the break just so we can have it now set up. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. Four years ago, Jennifer Connell attended the eighth birthday party of her nephew, Sean Torella. Apparently, Sean was so enthused at the presence of his Auntie Jen that he leapt into her arms. The jump caused Connell to fall to the ground, breaking her wrist badly, requiring some serious six-figure type medical attention. Now, remember, these are relatives. Looked at each other, and she said, put it on your homeowner's insurance. Homeowner's insurance said, yeah, right. Kept fighting about it, and so she said, I have to seek legal counsel. And so she did. And so I ask you, ladies and gentlemen of the uh, Radio Law Talk panel, is this a case or no case? And this is really in Fred's, uh, Fred's bailiwick. And so um, let me just ask a quick comment. we got about a minute left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really quick, that, yeah. So they, they were out. What, were, what function they, was they it were again? At the little it was Sean's birthday. birthday. Yeah, the little, oh, okay. And she jumps in the... The nephew, the little kid, jumps into the aunt's arm. Got you. She falls and badly got fractures it. her wrist. The question is, did the aunt know he was about to jump or he just out of the blue jump? Well, that may you be the know. question. I don't know. The next question is that uh, her medical bills were $127,000. Okay. And what state? Um, I don't know. Okay. The states will depend. Anyway, we only have about 30 seconds left, so those of you who want to call in, call at 855-LAW-RADIO. What's going to happen when we come back is Todd, Denise, and I are going to determine whether or not it's a case. And if it is a case, what the outcome is. And guess what? This one is right up my alley. Yeah, it kind of is. And uh, those are a lot of medical bills. I mean, for a broken wrist, I was... Blown away about the $127,000 medical bill. Oh, easy, easy. For easy. a broken wrist? Oh, yeah, yeah. They put wow. pins and rods and stuff. Those surgeons uh, perform miracles. Denise? I think th- people can tweet us at Radio Law Talk or hashtag us at Case or No Case as well. That's We'd exactly love to right. hear from you. All right, we'll be right back for Case or No Case to see who's the winner. Thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station and, of course, on RadioLawTalk.com. The show will continue, I promise, right after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to RadioLawTalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. If you're one of those independent people who want your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work. There's the comic book collection, the race car bed. Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking. Now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at SavedByTheScan.org. No points for you.
You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. So at Little Boy's birthday party, Auntie is there enjoying the birthday party when the nephew, was a nephew or a niece? I think it was a nephew. Nephew. Uh, jumps in her arms. And was the nephew the birthday boy? Yes. Okay. Yep. Ooh, and yeah. uh, I think you said he's seven or four or Anyway, jumps in the arms Eight. and knocks her down and she fractures her wrist. She sues. What happens? It would be smart, Cal, to come to me last so we don't tip off the other two. Well, I, okay, that's fine with me. Uh, so, Mr. Cunin, let's start. Uh, I mean, look, I'm in dead last right now. I ought to be the one that is able to listen to the analysis you see, no, and, then, and then plan my <laughs> points accordingly if I just want to answer strategically. Nobody wants to go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. I don't care. No, it's too late. Denise has, <laughs> All right, okay. Denise has stepped up and taken your place in line. By the way, Denise, for volunteering, if you get this right, one extra bonus point. Ooh, Todd. Okay. All right. I like yes, this yes, game. Yes, yes. Okay. So the question is, if somebody gets injured on at at your home, can you go against the homeowner's insurance? That's really what this is all about. And the can the homeowner fight it because these are relatives? I think that that's what this whole thing is about. And what I know is that. Um, my mom broke her ankle in my grandmother's house, and my grandmother was really upset because my mom wanted to go against her homeowner's insurance to get taken care of. And so I know that it's possible, and I know that it is um, that if the homeowner's insurance fights it, that you could require them to get you Kumis counsel. That means your own attorney that is looking after your interests and not the interest of the insurance company. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that it is a case, and Jennifer wins. And Jennifer wins. Yeah, Jennifer wins. And a lawsuit against an eight-year-old kid, basically. It's against yeah. the eight-year-old kid's parents' homeowner's insurance. Well, there you go. And the homeowner's insurance acted in bad faith by denying the claim, and so I'm going to go that far. Oh, fair enough. All right, okay. Mr. Mr. Cunin. All right, yeah, I'll would go. You, would, are you are you okay with you go now? It's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to completely disagree with Denise when it comes to what this case is about. Uh, this case has absolutely nothing to do with the facts and legal theory. This case and this case is all about how devious can Cal be. That's what it's really all about. What kind of a case would Cal pick that that would sound like, oh my gosh, it ought to be one thing, and it turns out to be another. Thing, that's 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 what I've learned. I don't I don't know how Cal sleeps at night with all this lying he does to us three it's times not a lying, week. It's a... obfuscation, like you've never done it in court before. Oh no no, I have a look. I have a bar card, so for us it's called conventional puffery. I'm allowed to do it. Okay, I have, but, a, uh... I have a journalist card. <laughs> well, okay, you, you, you trump me. Um, okay, so I'm this this one sounds very familiar to me, and and I hesitate to say that because then if he says I made it up completely, well if you did, you made up something that is very close to something actual. I'm going to say that it is a case. Oh, you changed your mind? No, I, I disagreed with you for the reasons why, but I agree with you on the answer. It's like when the judge says, 
uh, objection sustained, but for different reasons. So, you know, so um, so yeah. I'm already confused, and the people out there are just going, "What the I, heck?" I agree that this is a case, and I think it really came out because look, it's not the woman's fault that she's got a busted arm or ankle, right? I, you know, and what happened was she probably busted her arm, went to the family, and said, "Yeah, can you help me out with the medical bills? This is going to cost me 125,000 bucks." And the family says, "Oh yeah, sucks to be you. Sorry if our little Johnny did it or whatever." And so because the family was being jerks about it, not helping her out, she was left with no recourse but to sue because she couldn't afford it. So she sues and she wins. Huh? Interesting. That's what you said, right, Denise? Yeah, that's what Denise said. I, and I said, wow. I said, I disagreed with why she got oh. there, I said, but I agree with her reasons. Yeah, the legal theory, I guess, was yes. different. So, Mr. Penny, this is clearly something in your in your strike genre. Zone. It's in your strike zone. So, well, here's the thing. I, I'm going to throw this caveat out there. Every state's different, depending on what state you're in. Seek legal counsel there on this type of a case, because you know California is different than. Probably, you know, the state of Ohio, Rhode or Island, whatever. or whatever. Right, so right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with California generally. The big issue that they kind of touched on but didn't hit, Denise almost did, is the biggest issue is who are they suing? Are they suing the parents or are they suing the child? If they sue the parents, there's got to be a causal connection as to whether or not that child, they knew that child would do this or was it foreseeable. And generally speaking, the parents are not going to be held liable for that. Then you sue the child. So auntie sues child, which is probably what she would do. Believe it or not, that child is covered by homeowners if the child lives in that home and is not an excluded party. So generally, they would probably sue the child. And then then you have to ask yourself, was the child negligent in what they did? Hmm. Difficult. Difficult. And then I always say, here's the other thing. The other issue is it's called the reality check. Well, here's the law, and here's what they can probably do. Now get in front of a jury with little tiny uh, Jennifer, whatever her name is, sitting there as the defendant. No, Sean. Sean, an antique (laughs) blasting on the little tiny uh, kid to sue the kid. So it just doesn't look good. But, um, you know, uh, does this happen all the time? Really? All the time. And yes, you sue your aunt, uncle, grandma. Suing the parents is a different story. That's going to be more difficult under at least California laws. It just depends. But my answer is yes, uh, this is a case. And I'm going to say auntie wins because Cal was so emphasizing how much money was involved in this case. But I'm going to say auntie wins or it gets settled and auntie gets paid. And I'm going to call this the homeowner insurance hustle. Okay, I mean it's interesting uh, to me. The whole the whole thing is fascinating. That someone looks and says, "My little my little nephew ran up to me and gave me a hug," and next thing I know, see you in court. That happens yeah. quite often. If not necessarily the nephew jumping or niece jumping into the arms, but what happens if grandma's tractor she lets the little little nephew or or granddaughter or grandson drive out in the tractor that's too big for them and it flips over and they get injured sure, sure you know yeah. is grandma liable the answer is under at least california law yeah she could be liable and the homeowners should cover it and that's that that is nothing unusual well we've had an enjoyable time in figuring this out hang on and join us when we come back cal's going to tell us the story of case or no case of little auntie and little nephew we'll be right back Remember, all of our shows are archived, and you can podcast them at any time from RadioLawTalk.com. 
advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew calls Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. You can help. Is this real life? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So we're back to find the answer to case or no case. Uh, Cal, let us know what the answer is. Todd, Denise, and I all agreed that... uh, Auntie wins the case, and her medical bills are paid and probably receives more, or at least it's a settlement. Yeah, well, before, uh, boy, do I, do I sound like just a piece of tin? You're an echo. I? Yeah, You're an okay, echo. well, that's okay. we, we can don't... work on that uh, as time goes forward. Come in, Tokyo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> dive, dive. Okay, anyway, so here's the deal. Uh, Jennifer Connell goes to the eighth birthday party of her nephew. The nephew jumps up into her arms. She falls. She breaks her wrist. $127,000 in legal bills later, she goes to them and says, uh, I don't have medical any, bills. Medical, what did I say, legal? Yeah, she goes and says, I don't have the money to cover this. The homeowner's insurance box and says, well, don't you have your own medical insurance? You should be taking that through medical. This is a medical claim. This is not a homeowner's claim. And she said, I don't have any choice here but to sue my nephew. So for those of you who say this was a case, that would be all of you. For those of you who say that the plaintiff prevailed in the case, that once again would be all of you and... Wow, nailed it. Nailed Very it. nice. 
And so that, ladies and gentlemen, is case or no case. And I hope you stay tuned next hour because, once again, I'm going to take you down on the farm. That's on, on case or no oh, case. And I get right. three. You get three points. That's correct. By the way, our current score, not that anybody's keeping score. Not that anybody. Or it is pairs Denise is right giving now. me the look right now. <laughs> Mr. Penny has 35 points after this latest round. Ms. Dirks has 31 Two. points. 29, 30, 31, 29 plus 3, so 30, 32, correct. And Mr. Cunin has 19 points. Wow, a whole 19 that's, points. That's why he's a three-time Emmy Award nominee, never a winner, because he yeah, can't count. Yeah, because I, uh, I, I have to do math on my fingers. All it's right. terrible when I'm broadcasting football. That was a 17, 18, 19, 21-yard play. <laughs> All right. Speaking of 21-yard play, Jeffrey Epstein is in the news again about he uh, – you know, obviously he has passed away, <laughs> and uh, this is my segue. I'm trying to figure out how that has to do with a 21-yard play. I'm going to tell you right, right now. Okay. There's $21 million involved here. Oh, well. Or very, more than that. Okay. So what it, the interesting thing is two days before his suicide, he has a will drawn up, and the interesting thing, it's put in the Virgin Islands. Actually, it's filed in the Virgin Islands, which is a territory of the United States. And, you know, what is the reason why they, they filed a will? And apparently they've got what's called a rollover trust. It rolls over into a trust. Um, and why do they have that? And, and why was it done there? Supposedly it's less likely people would have seen it filed and something would have, would have come about because of it. I don't know that there's any legal issue difference between Virgin Islands and New York. I don't know. Maybe there might be, and that's something we can talk about. But uh, just two days before this thing gets filed, and don't forget his fortune's worth about $600 million. Um, and uh, those of you who do not know what's going on with Epstein, uh, he was a very wealthy uh, um, stock hedge fund manager and made uh, worth about $600 million, was going to be uh, prosecuted for uh, sex trafficking, et cetera, et cetera. And then he committed suicide in uh, prison, I mean, in jail. So, um, they had to. Here's the interesting thing, Todd. And you know about this as the as the former prosecutor and criminal lawyer. They had to, under the law, then drop the case. I know it's like, well, duh, he's dead. But the thing is, now there'll never be a quote conviction on this hanging over his future, even though or his legacy. Let's put it that way. I don't know if I'd use the term hanging over his legacy, but uh, that's true. I wouldn't either. The, but... uh, hmm. Yeah, given the manner of uh, death. But you're right. Uh, look. Once they don't prosecute people posthumously, uh, it, it you have to remember that when it comes to prosecuting, they, they're a steward over the prosecutors or stewards over the public resources, and it doesn't. When you look at all of the reasons why we prosecute somebody to punish to uh, do all this, none of that is met by prosecuting somebody who is since uh, deceased. Um, interestingly enough, this I mean this does differ a little bit. From the Hernandez case, where in Massachusetts he had he had his case, it went up on appeal, and then while he committed when he committed suicide, while on appeal, that had the effect of wiping out the conviction to begin with because the thing was on appeal, which is under Massachusetts under law. Massachusetts right. law. So which therefore, is, he was never. 
convicted of it. Yes, and yes. So, so that's kind of a that's kind of a real stick to it, even more than Epstein to the victims to to get a conviction to have that feeling of closure, like we got the conviction that we wanted, and then to have it vacated because the person committed suicide while on appeal under Massachusetts law. That's a real sting, as opposed to Epstein. And why did he do money. that? Do for you his, remember? For his daughter. For his daughter, because under the NFL contract, what he received in his payments for his, reti- quote, retirement, if he had done what he had done and been found guilty, he didn't get it. Yeah, it would have violated the um, moral rules. clause. The That's moral right. clause in his right. contract. So because he committed suicide, it threw out his case. Therefore, he, quote, didn't do anything or he wasn't prosecuted or, or found guilty. His daughter gets his pension. That's right. So let's talk about when you have a pour over will and everything pours over into a trust. What's the most important thing to ask? What are the terms of the trust? And what I believe, and I believe this extremely strongly, that we're going to find out the terms of the trust make it next to impossible, not impossible, but next to impossible for the victims to go after those his money. So this was a tactic, and to his grave, Epstein was worried about his money and still did not want any of these victims to have any of his, his uh, state That's at exactly all. exactly right. And, and, and the interesting thing is he has no children, at least that anybody knows of. Funny, I, I saw one, some pundits saying, watch everybody starting to do DNA samples. <laughs> like, or you I said that, that too last, last yeah. week. <laughs> watch the DNA samples come flying that there may be some children out there of his uh, trying to prove that, uh, hey, they get part of the $600 million, but all, but he has no wife, no children, supposedly. So who's left is his brother. He only has a brother. He has a brother, um, two aunts, an uncle, and a cousin. But the brother's first. The brother's first, exactly. Depending upon what, what the, the trusts what, say. Yeah, what it says. Yeah. And and the interesting thing, you know who people are also going to try to get from his estate? What? The picture, the painting of Bill Clinton oh. dressed in drag. I've seen that. Have you picture. seen that picture? Yes, I saw that one uh, in one of the materials that we had passed out amongst. Cal's uh, got a copy uh, of it uh, hanging uh, in yeah, his living room. Yeah, it's in my, my, my radio studio actually. Yes. It's it's worth about they he only they paid thirteen hundred dollars for it, but I imagine now it's, with the notoriety, there may be a short term bump in the price. Do you think? I, oh. I think the red shoes just. Oh, it sets the whole thing up. Cal, I think you can get it. For, I think you could get it for twenty five hundred. You think the original? Cause, okay, because I got as a copy, right? <laughs> so that, anyway, there's a lot of stuff like that. He's got eighteen eighteen point five million dollars of worth of cars and planes and boats. That is a lot of money in cars and planes. Well, some planes, eighteen million is nothing. But the point is, is uh, man, that's a lot of money. There's going to be people fighting for this money. Everyone hang on because this is not the end of discussing about this because now it's going after the $600 million sitting there. Yeah, one of the victim's attorney has already filed to try to um, get a court order that nothing can be removed from the trust right. and it has to stay there. And now, correct me if I'm wrong, but they have to now sue his estate and specifically join the trust into any kind of an action. Is that correct? They, they sue the state, but I... And this is New York, so I'm not. I don't oh, know. Oh no, it's Virgin Islands. I mean Virgin Islands, so I don't know the law there. So, but but there's a hundred ways. Believe me, I I'll I'll put a nickel on it, but I don't bet uh, that he had some lawyers really think of some interesting ways to make sure that's protected and goes to his brother or his family. We don't know exactly who it's supposed to go to at this time, but the trustees, there are executors, they're receiving two hundred fifty thousand dollars each. Uh, for their work on the estate, plus 
any expenses. You ever seen any spy movies, stuff like that, where somebody will have what's called a go bag? Like somebody who used to be a spy, they've got this bag full of the essentials off somewhere else. And if if the enemies were closing in, you grab the bag and you got passports, money, guns, all that, and you're just ready to go, right? Right. I think that Epstein had the financial equivalent of a go bag. He knew, he had to know this stuff was coming in. So it's not like after he got arrested, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? This is something he probably had prepared for quite a long time. Note that we don't hear anybody who's clamoring about whose money he managed going, what are we going to do now? I was really curious about that. None of that has ever come forward. Yeah, that's interesting. We're going to talk, when we come back from a break, we're going to hit on the Weinstein issue and Avenatti. The latest in those two things, at least in Avenatti's, there's some interesting things. This is the Nike lawsuit uh, that, that uh, if you don't know what's going on, he tried to supposedly, allegedly bribe them, said, I won't say extort. anything. Extort. Extort, you're right. Extort, if, they, if you pay me $25 million. So he's being prosecuted for that. We're going to talk about that when we get back. You are listening to Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. There's more coming up. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, Managing Attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, 1-800-616-4LAW women have so many clothes in the closet but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear 
We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. Letty 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. 145 over 92, and then I had a heart attack. 150 over 90, and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a heart attack or stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. I am a veteran. I lost both legs in Vietnam. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. My victory was getting my benefits and a good education. DAV helps veterans of every generation get the benefits they've earned. I'm a veteran. I didn't want to admit it, but I have PTSD. So veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory was finding help and learning that I wasn't alone. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. So the Weinstein case is coming up, and there's a last-minute fight about whether or not another alleged victim can testify. And this, again, is the criminal case against Harvey Weinstein. And and the one that really kind of knows this area that that follows it uh, closer than Denise and I, even though we do follow it, is Todd as a former prosecutor. What, 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 what's the big issue here that they're trying to get in? Well, so there's an incident in the wine, or a victim, and I, I think if I remember correctly, it's like, it's like a, a incident that happened maybe 19 years ago. 93. And it's not, and it is not in the current, it's not one of the counts in the current complaint. And the prosecution was didn't want to bring it. There's questions about statute of limitations and how old it is, and, and there's a couple of things about it. But the prosecution was content to go forward and say, look, this is just one of those that we're going to bring in to tell the jury about under a theory of this act represents a common motive plan or scheme on the part of Weinstein. This incident is evidence of what he always does. He calls, he makes them come to the hotel room, he shows up in the bathrobe, he starts with a massage, and then there's promises, and he's got the same pattern that he follows the entire time. Um, that, the, the prosecution's ability to use it for that purpose was called into question on a recent court ruling. So now the prosecution is looking at, well, we might not be able to bring that evidence in for the reason we want to bring it in, 
So they got this idea. What if we went and got another indictment on that specific count? And then we added that to the current complaint. And instead of bringing it in to show common plan, motive, scheme, we just bring it in as another count we're trying to prove. Right. Okay, you just clarify. What do you mean by bringing another indictment? How? In New York, how do they do that? Denise, you were Yeah, you have to go before the grand jury, and the grand jury has to um, vote, in essence, in favor of another indictment. And the grand jury process takes a bit of time. It's not something that's going to take, you know, a weekend. And they're trying to get another grand jury together and get this before the grand jury so they can meet timely with the trial that's going to happen. I think it's happening in two weeks. Yeah, it, two weeks. So here's something to remember about criminal trials to begin with. Generally speaking, the prosecution is not able to bring in a prior act with the idea of trying to argue to the jury, look, if they did it then, they probably did it now. If I'm prosecuting somebody for DUI and they have a DUI from four years ago, I can't bring that prior DUI in to say, well, you know what? If they were drunk four years ago, they probably did it now because then the jury is 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 convicting or trying to reach a verdict based upon prior acts, not whether or not there's evidence beyond a reasonable doubt in the current case. Yeah, clearly prejudicial to the defendant. Exactly. Now, there are some exceptions to that. Every state's different. Every state's different. But generally speaking, there are some exceptions to that. Uh, In California, for example, uh, if you're prosecuting somebody for a sex crime or domestic violence, you can actually bring in evidence of prior acts to show if they did it then, they did it now, to be able to argue that under Evidence Code Sections 1108 and 1109. You can do that. Uh, when I practiced in Tennessee, I remember asking them when I went out there, hey, do you have anything out here that's similar to that? And they looked at me like I was five ways from crazy. No, you can't bring that in. Well, you can in California. Um, and so... Shocker. Yeah, yeah. Boy, you guys out there in California are so liberal. <laughs> so this arose in the in the trial court by virtue of a motion to dismiss. So Weinstein brought a motion to dismiss the bill of particulars, which is their calling of the complaint itself. And they uh, the prosecutors had added this um, a different victim to the bill of particulars. Um, Weinstein lost the motion to dismiss, but won the striking of that additional person from the bill of particulars because they hadn't been before the grand jury yet. Yes. So now prosecutors are scrambling. We're going to see if they can get to the grand jury and be ready for trial by September 9th. Awesome. All right, we're going to follow that as, as that goes along. Michael Avenatti, the famous Stormy Daniels lawyer that definitely uh, says things uh, and gets in trouble by saying things. People think Trump gets in trouble by saying things. This guy's just as bad, if not worse. But every, but one of the things that there's an alleged issue here, it's allegations that he extorted Nike on that. Remember they had the college scandal of of high school sports and shoe deals and I mean high school I mean college sports and shoe deals. Well, one of the big issues was that supposedly Avenatti had his own investigation and found some dirt on Nike and went to them and basically this is the allegations again that look you I won't bring this stuff up if you give me twenty nine twenty five million dollars. 
So Nike kind of apparently went over to the, you know, uh, the district attorney's office said, look what he's extorting or trying to extort us for $25 million. Right. And it even went further than that because he was representing someone at the time and he tried to get Nike to agree to hire him to do the investigation, too. So in my opinion, the, the ethics of this is really bad. Um, because here you are doing something that puts you almost directly in conflict with your own client, um, both seeking money, right? Right. And so this November 12th is the case coming up. And so they are backing down to the court and saying, whoa, we want to put off the date of November 12th and extend it out because now we want to subpoena some of the Nike employees about whether or not this extortion really occurred or whether or not it's truth. Yeah, and, you know, the the difficult thing here in this case, and something that affects probably every lawyer out there, I, I know this would affect me, Fred, you, Denise, you, it affects everybody, because, look, 95% of all cases, you've heard this stat, 95% of all cases settle. Yes. They don't end up going to trial, and they settle because one side puts forth a demand letter, a, a, an issue that we will settle for X. If we don't, we will go to trial, and and you know you you spell out all the things that can happen. And look, the business of the law would come to a screeching halt if all of those letters were now deemed to be extortion, letters of extortion. So where do you draw the line between a legitimate demand letter and something that violates the law as extortion? And and it's it's a difficult question here because there are a lot of people that look at this and they might not like Avenatti's personality or whatever, but you look at this and go, you know, this is pretty common in terms of what you do, but where I think the law the line is drawn is for what Denise said. When he included in the demand and you have to hire me to investigate, it that went beyond the purview of a demand letter for purposes of representing the client and went totally solely toward his own personal interest. I think that's where he crossed the line, but um well, he, well, funny, if he just wrote a letter that basically said, my client is demanding $25 million because of your negligence and what you've done, X, Y, and Z, and left it at that, there's no issue. But, no, it, it's how we, it's just how you do it. Go ahead. Denise. Yeah, if you turn it around, too, and Nike said, oh, I'm threatening you with criminal conviction mm-hmm. for what you've done here and tried to settle this the civil side of this by – um, you know, saying he's going to be convicted, that would have been a crime, too. Well, that that clear what you have just described right there in California and in other states as well, that is, that violates the ethical rules of an attorney, which is threatening criminal prosecution or criminal actions to try to settle a civil matter that you can't go there even criminal defense attorney or prosecutors get in trouble when they try to make an offer to defense attorneys well tell you what if your client just goes ahead and agrees to pay restitution um i'll drop the or, or agrees not to sue civilly i'll drop the criminal case that happens every once in a while and you and prosecutors get in trouble for that right in bill cosby's case remember that his prosecutor said Go ahead and answer to them civilly, and I'll drop the criminal case. Right. Do you remember and that? That's and that's what one. started the yep. problems for Mr. Cosby. Absolutely. Yeah, so anyway, this is Michael Avenatti's, and we're going to follow that one. November 2nd, supposedly the trial. The judge is going to determine whether or not he's going to extend the trial date. Uh, again, Epstein, 
Weinstein, Avenatti, without those guys, we wouldn't have had a whole hour to talk, right? That's Nothing right. else to talk about. Hey, if you want to join us uh, next hour, we'd love to we'd love to have you join us because we're going to talk about a lot of other things, including uh, new police use of force law. But guess what? If not, go to our website, www.readylawtalk.com. You can click on live to listen to us live, or you can listen to our podcasts or our former shows. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. dollars or more to the IRS and you cannot afford to make payments to the IRS, you may qualify for the CNC tax program. This is a new program, and if you qualify, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Once you're accepted into this program, the IRS is forced to stop all harassing collection activities. No threatening phone calls, no wage garnishments, no bank levies, and no more monthly payments to the IRS. Get ready to write this number down. It's the most important number you'll ever need to end your IRS tax nightmare. Call Paramount Tax Relief at 800-547-4804 for a free confidential consultation to find out if you qualify for the CNC tax program. Once you are accepted into the CNC tax program, you won't make any payments to the IRS while in this program. Call Paramount Tax Relief now at 800-547-4804. That's 800-547-4804. Again, 800-547-4804. 